Hi everyone and welcome back to the Bolton Fan TV podcast. I'm back with Tyler. Well, we're both back, I should say. Um, been a very interesting period, to say the least. Um, as you'll know, transfer window has now closed. Um, I know it's been closed for a couple of days now, but you know, me and Tyler, we, we record this podcast every Friday. Hopefully it goes out every Friday. Um, we've been all right with that so far. So, um, yeah, I mean, first of all, what are your thoughts on the people we've brought in? It is quite surprising that he's brought that many players in because I always thought he'd bring like an extra one or two players in. But no, he brought about, what, five players in by the uh, end? Four, I think. Four or five, it's one of them. <laughs> yeah, because I think he, he's trying to get more competition for players in different positions, like brought an extra striker in, extra midfielder, an extra keeper. It, he's done done well in the transfer window for his like first basically season as the manager. He's done very so good for, business. Yeah. For sure. Um, I mean, going back to the start of the season, you know, the first transfer window, the amount of players he brought in and the quality of players he brought in yeah. for free, essentially, um, you know, besides wages and stuff, like, it's crazy. The fact that we got Owen Doyle, you know, like last season, what, 25 goals, top, top winning goal scorer. Last season, and we got him for free. <laughs> that I, I'm still not over it, if I'm honest. Um, but I mean, another big talking point is, of course, we may as well dive straight into it, and don't want to keep you all waiting. Marcus Madison. Like, I feel like I got yeah. it right. It is Marcus Madison, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I keep getting confused. I keep wanting to call him James Madison, <laughs> and then I get really confused. But um, Marcus Madison. I mean. From what I've seen, the little video montage Bolton put out before they announced him, or uh, uh, as part of the announcement, um, he looks insane. <laughs> like, Absolute ball. Yeah, like, honestly, I think, you know, like, I mean, I said this as soon as pretty much the window ended. If we can't score goals and win games consistently now, then we've got no hope. <laughs> and we are truly a cursed football club. Because if we can't score with Doyle in there, Delfonso, uh, now Arthur is hitting amazing form. Um, that Afalayan as well. Yeah, Afalayan, Afalan, whatever you call it. I don't know what his name is. But Sarsavich. Sars as well, when he comes back. Bro. El, El Bizzoedi. If we can't score goals and win games now, then something's not right. <laughs> but um, yeah, so... Are you surprised at the fact that we managed to get Madison or did you kind of somewhat expect it? I was actually surprised because he actually is an absolute baller because I've seen him play for like the whole city, Charlton and Hull, thinking, right, he's, is he going to come back? Is he going to come to Bolton or go to a week one side? And he's actually picked Bolton, which actually surprised me the most because it's like, we need someone like that, but why is he joined? Yeah, it, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. Like, he even said in his interview, I don't know if you've seen it, the, they've done an interview with him because now he's done the official, you know, he's worn the top, I can just say, looks absolutely fire, wrapping whole bargains. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, he even said in his interview that he had offers from quite a lot of, 
League One clubs. So I'm kind of sat there like, right, and you decided to come to Bolton. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining, don't get me wrong, but it's just like, really? <laughs> um, yeah. But no, he had to, he went on to say what they've all pretty much said, which I'm still convinced they get told to say this. But, you know, he basically said that this is a big club, you know, and it was a no-brainer. I'm not being funny. If I was in his position, you know, I probably would choose a League One side. But um, I ain't complaining the slightest. Uh, happy to have him here uh, at Bolton Wanderers. I mean, it's mad, you know. Like, the thing is, as... Uh, regular listen, listeners will know I don't know a lot of players outside of the Premier League <laughs> really, or the big players um, so I again, didn't know who he was <laughs> but thankfully Bolton have kind of given me a bit of confidence in him because, you know the video montage that they did put out amazing goals, absolute bangers <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I'm very excited to see him play. I'm gonna guess that he's starting tomorrow, as soon as Sars is out. Um, I reckon he will. Um, Hopefully. Uh, another one that was a bit of a surprise, kind of, not really, but Williams. Now again, don't know anything about him, but <laughs> neither, neither. From what I've seen from other Bolton fans, he's a decent player. You know, um, can definitely contribute to the team. Um, Afalan already as somewhat I feel like I've heard of him before but yeah, I've never I, really I I've never really recognised him from like his face I've only I think I've heard the name before but um, West Ham striker you know he has scored for the main team I believe I'm sure I read that somewhere yeah um, so yeah I mean I think he's going to be amazing to be honest uh, obviously he may not start as often as he may like, just because, I mean, Doyle, Delfonso pretty much got their positions somewhat nailed down. Delfonso a bit still, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be um, very interesting to see, you know, who starts, who doesn't, um, which actually brings me on to my next point. Everett has actually already said that he's going to start rotating the squad a lot more. Which yeah, we've seen him do, but it's it's been the odd good. change. Um, but obviously now we're into the second half of the season, so it gets a lot more demanding. You know, we're probably going to pick up a lot more injuries. Um, which speaking on injuries as well, by the way, if you don't already know, uh, everyone's back fit except from Sars and obviously Politic. Um, and I think one other player that I am forgetting, but yeah. Other than that, we've got a full squad. Um, should be fine for like selections tomorrow. We've got a wide range of players to pick from. Um, yeah, so that's good sign uh, that we've got everyone back. Uh, Jensen as well is an actually interesting point. That whole goalkeeper situation still, I wouldn't say solved because Krellin is mm. still here. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I'd rather Jensen play. Right, because at least now Jilks can go back to his coaching role, or at least that's what we're assuming will happen. He'll go back to his coaching role and actually maybe spend time with Krellin a lot more and hopefully develop him a lot more. And then, um, hopefully at some point, Krellin does get a chance. Uh, because I, I, don't, I don't see him 
you know, just being sat there the whole time. But, um, yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on Jensen? Have you seen him play a lot? or I've not heard much about him, but I think he is going to be a decent keeper in the future. Cause he is coming from like a Premier League side who have been Burnley. doing well. Been doing well. That was surprising because like a Premier League team has allowed like players to go to like League Two. From like a team like that, with like I think he's trying to think like, all right, he's going to be competition for like Nick Pope or something like that in the future, which is good. And I hope he does well. I wouldn't I don't know, I wouldn't start him tomorrow. I will play I would say play jokes tomorrow and then maybe next week on Tuesday or something, play Jensen. I, I, I can get behind that, but at the same time, a lot of Bolton fans are just going to be like, oh, yeah, just chuck in all the new signings, give us the best possible chance. But Everett's already said that um, he wants to make sure that they are, they are settled before they, they play. So um, I think the only exception to that would be Madison. I think Madison will definitely, maybe tomorrow, at least start on the bench. Um, if he doesn't, I think Everett may face some backlash. But, you know... I mean, he's faced a lot this season already, so it's, it's no no different. But, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm forgetting a signing. Who am I forgetting? Who have you mentioned? You mentioned Jensen, Afalan, Madison, Williams. Williams. I think I'm missing one. I, I, I'm thinking I'm missing one as well. Am I missing one? I don't think... We're going we're gonna to say that we're not. <laughs> Apologise if we have. Yeah. But, um, yeah, also, we had another couple of outgoings as well. None too surprising, really. Um, Regan Riley, uh, Bolton youngster, came through the academy, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, came through the academy. Very talented player. He's not played a lot for the first team, but from what I have seen, very good player. Um, he has joined Norwich, uh, who are in the championship. And championship. Top of the championship. There you go. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be an amazing player. He's already, he's yeah. a good player now, but I mean, I think him being at Norwich will take him to that next level. Um, for anyone wondering, it's not uh, a loan deal. It is a permanent deal. So, um, yeah, I mean, I wish all the best to Regan Riley. Uh, very good player. Um, another outgoing was Tom White. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, I'm not really I'm not surprised. surprised by that. Um, he has now returned to his uh, parent club, uh, Blackburn Rovers. Um, I mean, not a lot I can really say about that, if I'm honest, because Tom White, I mean, he had he his didn't chance. Really play. Yeah. He didn't really play as much. He had chances, but never really broke into constantly starting. So, yeah, it was basically pointless in being here, if, if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously as well, we'll do a quick recap of all the ones we, we discussed in the previous podcast, just as this is mainly by transfers. So the one that I I still don't understand, George Taft did leave. Uh, he has oh, yeah. joined Scunthorpe on a permanent deal for nothing, which that was a very... I, I don't think we knew that when, um, when we did the podcast last time. I'm not sure. No, we didn't. But... Um, I mean, that I do not understand that one bit. I don't either. How don't a either. player like George Taft, who we who we brought in at the start of the season, like, 
how has he gone for nothing? <laughs> it just, it just something in my brain can't see the logic of him going for nothing. Um, I think we should have at least got something for him, especially as yeah. soon as his first five games. Yeah, first five games for Scunthorpe, he's, I think he's kept clean sheets, right? Yeah, they've gone from which way, 18th to about, third, about say, 14th in five and, games. Exactly. And, you know, I obviously as well, it brings up the whole situation of, you know, should Crelin have been given more of a chance? I believe that he should have. Um, but, yeah. Did I say Crelin then? I feel like I said Crelin. <laughs> yeah, he did. Taft. I meant Taft. Yeah, Taft. Bear with me, guys. All right. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Just, yeah. But um, Taft should have been given uh, a chance, in my opinion. But um, I'm sure you you agree with me on that. Yeah. He should have uh, got more opportunities than Baptiste. See, that's an interesting topic as well, uh, to be fair, because now it seems as if, as like I've said before, Bolton fans, they either go one way or they go the other way. So it's always a 50-50 split. Um, 50-50 on Baptiste, you know. A lot of people have been giving him grief, you know. I've been one of them, um, saying that, you know, he just looks like he's just out there for a blooming stroll. But um, I don't know. I've actually seen a lot of people praising Baptiste and saying that he's earned his place. Which certain games I agree with, but also other games I don't know. I feel like there's more games where he's kind of just like he's out there just for the sake of it. But um, I don't know the games where he's good. Obviously, he is then a very good player, but he's just not necessarily consistent in in my opinion. Anyway, um, what do you think of Baptiste? Has he earned his spot in in the starting lineup? In the few games that I actually did start to get liking him more was like the Salford City game where we won 2-1, I think it was, at the start of the season. And then a few, few weeks ago, he proved himself. And then it's like he go, it's like he has one of these bad runs and then goes good, bad, good, bad. So I'm, I'm saying with you 50-50 on him, but would you start him or would you, or would you get, give, give him a different defending partner to partnership with? I don't know. I, I don't think the defending partnership is the issue. I think it does lie with Baptiste, if I'm honest. But, um, I mean, it, it is trial and error, in a sense, isn't it? So, I don't know. Maybe ever at some point will maybe consider switching up the defence. But as of right now, I think Baptiste uh, will keep his place, which I'm not going to complain about. But at the end of the day, you know, defensively is where we have been struggling this season. Um, as well as the attack, I think midfield we've got nailed down. Midfield, I think we're we're fine. You know, bar the odd mistakes, but I think we are very good in midfield. You know, we're dominating games possession-wise. We just need to find the back of the net. Um, and obviously now with Madison coming in, another midfielder. But you know, well, he's more of a winger, isn't he? But <clears throat> yeah, um, so yeah, him coming in, he. Obviously, can score goals. We've seen that. Um, with Affelan coming in, hopefully, he's going to be like a super sub. Um, Him and I think, Arthur. Yeah, I think Arthur and Affelan are going to be a similar type of player in the sense of, you know, Everett probably won't start them. Obviously, Arthur did start the other day, which I'm not mad about because he did get an assist. So, um, 
he changed the game. He did. Um, he definitely did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think Athelan will be a similar kind of player. You know, maybe won't start as many games, <clears throat> but he will impact the game as soon as he gets on that pitch. So, um, I'm looking forward to see all the new signings play, for sure. Um, yeah, without further ado, let's chat about Leighton Orient then. Um, now that we've kind of wrapped up the transfer chat, um, obviously 2-0 win, massive, after we got absolutely, absolutely amazing yeah. performance. Honestly, it was near perfect in my opinion. It wasn't perfect, but it was near perfect. Um, I'd Honestly, the only criticism I'd give is that we probably should have scored more. That's yeah. literally the only criticism. Should have been at least, in my opinion, should have been at least 4 0. Yeah, I mean, obviously, earlier in the season, we got battered. <laughs> what was it like? Was it 4 or 5? 4 1. 4 1. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, we could have easily battered them like 5 0. We didn't, but still, 2 0 win. Yeah. We'll take it. You know, we need all the points Doyle. we can get, especially. Doyle on the score sheet again. Doyler. Honestly, he I, I think he's still in with a chance of getting towards 20 goals, for sure. He's, he's on 10. He's on 10 He's on season. 10 right now. So it's, it's not impossible. But I mean, it does mean that, you know, he, he's basically got to score like every game with a few games, maybe a hat-trick. Like. He could get a goal tomorrow. He could do. and um, He could yeah. do the double against them. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I think with Salford, I haven't obviously watched... Uh, then, by the way, that's the game upcoming, if you didn't know. Uh, that's our next game. But with Salford, just as we're on the topic, I think, I don't know, because I haven't obviously seen the way they play recently. But going from earlier in the season, you know, the high press worked against them. They couldn't handle it. Yeah. Um, with Doyle John, charging at... The way, the, Jones, the way Jones pressured them. Yeah, the from, way Jones like pressured them, the way Doyle uh, pressed from attack... Uh, Obviously, actually caused one of the goals because was was one of them an own goal or am I just yeah Jones yeah. Jones threaded it through to Doyle and then the defender tried passing it back and the keeper came too far yeah. out and it went over him. So um, yeah, I mean that pressure, it worked, but obviously it's later on in the season now. They could have uh, learnt to cope with it, but I mean you never know. Um, with Everett, you never really know what he's going to throw at you. Realistically. You know, one game it would be, oh yeah, everybody push forward kind of thing. Next game it would be like, oh, it'll be a bit more laid back. He he constantly switches it up, but not too much to where we can't cope. Um, do you think that's a good game plan to do? You know, keep switching it up from game to game. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just doing one tactic every for for the whole season, it gets a bit boring. It's like we want to see different tactic styles. Like say, oh yeah, one week we'll go. High press. Second week will go a bit defensive to attack. You need that's what I like managers to do. Like change tactics instead of just using one tactic and like right now we're not this not working. And then five weeks later something like, oh this this we'll stick with this for the rest of the season. So change the tactics is better for the team so they can gel well and then get points maybe draw. So like, I hope. He does well with his tactics for this second half of the season. I mean, I, I, I agree 100%. Um, 
you know, switching up. I, I don't think it's necessarily going to be a bad thing, assuming you don't uh, introduce like a completely new tactic that all the players aren't used to. But um, yeah, I, I think that's honestly where Keith Hill kind of struggled because he never really switched anything up. Um, he kind of just hoped for, well, anything really. He kind of just said, "Oh yeah, we, like he he basically did just stick with one tactic the whole season. What that tactic was, I could not tell you, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it just seemed like he was doing the same thing game in game out. Um, that's actually reminded me as well. Actually, going back to the transfers, one that we did forget was uh, Ali Crawford did join Tranmere um, on mm. loan, uh, but I think there is an option for for them to buy him or something." I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. <clears throat> I don't know. A lot of people have been saying that, you know, now that he's joined Charmier, that they don't want him back. What are your thoughts on Crawford? Do you still want him back? or? I, I do want him back because he, well, he is a baller as well in that midfield, like the Sars, Conway. He is a baller. He could literally change a game in just like five, in five seconds. As soon as he gets the ball, game changes. I don't oh, yeah. know why people don't want him just because he's gone to a rival club. So like, I don't, I don't mind him going to a rival club because he's getting more game time probably because with the likes of the transfers that we've made, it's good for him to get more game time. Even though Tramie are like in the top six, he might may or may not get some more game time. I will take him back and then I'll put I would take him back in the side. Yeah, I'm I'm with you 100. Um... I don't think it's right that we're cutting him out just because he's gone to Tranmere. Like, yeah, okay. Preferably, you don't want them to go to a rival club, especially if now Tranmere get promoted. But, um, I mean, it is what it is. Um, at the end of the day, he, he's still young, uh, you know, in terms of football and whatever. He's still very young. And um, I think it's, it's just going to be good for him. And hopefully he does come back to us next season. Um, but I can also see why people are saying, you know, not not like the fans that are just like, oh, yeah, just because he's gone to Tramia, we don't want him back. But certain fans do uh, don't really want him back simply because of how he's played this season, which obviously he hasn't been himself this season. Um, it, that's no secret. That is just fact. Um, yeah, but we don't know. And just in case he's got like, stuff going on, Behind the football exactly. teams anyway. It's the same. No one knows. It's the same kind of thing as the Delfonzo situation. You know, he dropped off in form. Um, obviously not as as uh, massively as Crawford has, but um, yeah, I I don't know. It could be a whole bunch of different reasons why he all of a sudden wasn't playing as as he probably would. But um, it's also a good move on uh, Keith Hill's part. Uh, one, because he was fond of Crawford anyway. And two, because, you know, obviously Crawford did play very well last season, to be fair. Um, yeah, I mean, un under Keith Hill, former boss, I think it'll boost his confidence for sure. And um, yeah, hopefully next season he does come back and uh, play for us. And I hope he's back on form, which I'm going to guess he will be by then. Um, but yeah, apologies for that little diversion. It just popped into my head then. But yeah, <laughs> um, where were we? We were on the well, we were on the Leon Orient. 
yeah, and then we tangented onto blooming Salford. But anyway, back to Leighton Orient. <laughs> so as, as I've already said, it was basically near perfect. Um, on the downside, probably should have scored more and put the game beyond doubt. Um, but yeah, overall, very good performance. Do you reckon we should uh, play a similar style tomorrow or should we uh, switch it up? Play a similar style to what, what happened last week? Because I said, I said to my dad, he's like, Finally, not scored, not conceded in the first ten minutes, which I'm happy about. Which I was happy about. It's like, thank God we've not conceded in the first ten minutes. Because week in, week out, we've conceded either in the third minute, seventh minute, or just hitting tenth minute. Mm. And then we'd literally lose lose the momentum. Yeah, and and then we're basically out of the game at that point. And then we fight for it too late. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I I would like to see a similar style, for sure. Um, especially since, judging by the last time you played Salford, they couldn't cope necessarily with our attack. Um, so I'm hoping that's the case again. Um, that'll be best-case scenario, for sure. And, yeah, let's move on to the... Uh, let's move on to the Salford game. I know we've just briefly mentioned it. Um I can see this being a difficult game simply on the fact that, I mean, I'm judging off the fact that I haven't seen Salford play recently. So I'm just literally going off last time. But I, in my head, they've probably developed since then and they've probably learned to maybe cope with our defence, with our attack a lot more. Um, Obviously, you never know. Um, They might not. They could still be the same all side, you know, but. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It it could be a very tight game for sure, but it goes back to the thing that I've. It goes back to the thing I've been saying for the past couple of weeks. Um, we have to start the game like we want to win it, because obviously we need the points now. We we can't mess about. We have to get yeah. three points consistently. Um. So, I, I, whether we do that. I honestly don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I've said that I'm trying to be more positive and then I went and... What did I predict last time? A draw? A loss? One of them. Uh, no, you predicted the loss. I predicted the draw. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, I don't know. I want to be more positive. But it's boring. <laughs> We've been here before. Um, I try and be positive and then we'll, we'll get battered. And then I'd be negative and then we win. So, I, I don't know. Um, which I think actually for the last Salford game, I think I did predict a loss because obviously we're on a bad run of form then. Predicted a loss and then we went and won. So (laughs) I don't know whether to do it again. But um, (laughs) now I'll I'll back the boys and um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 3-0 and I reckon Doyle will get one. I reckon Doyle will get one. And I reckon, I reckon... Uh, Madison will get one if he plays. Um, you know what? I, I reckon Doyle will get two. Sack it. We may as well. Um, what are your Finally, thoughts? We've got, we've got positivity. Finally. <laughs> what are your thoughts um, then? I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess. Well. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you're going to go for the win. I'm going to go 3-1. I'm going to say Mark, Madison to get one, Arthur to get one, and Doyle to get one. 
pretty solid predictions. Well, I mean, it begs to see, you know, if if it actually will happen. But um, as long as we get the win, that is all I'm bothered about. Um, you know, like like I just said, we cannot afford to drop points. We have to win. I think we need like 15 wins just to get into promotion places. Um, mm-hmm. It was something like that. I don't know. Everett said the, the other day, it was somewhere along those lines. Um, we're, we're 10 points off them. 10 points off them. Oh, so we don't actually need that many then. But So, so I think he's thinking 15 wins to like try and like stay in the playoffs. That's what I think he's yeah, on about. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He, he did mention something along the lines. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but, um, I mean, yeah. Uh, 15 wins, realistically. It's not too many, but when you're a club like Bowen... Could be done. Could be done. It can be done. And it probably should be done. <laughs> but, um, I mean, yeah. Uh, let's quickly as well, let's just discuss how you think. Obviously, this will tie into the stupidest thing ever, but, you know... Ever oh, out God. and all of this. Oh, know. please don't. Oh. No, it's not a direct question about that, but it will get brought up. Um, it, it's going to get brought up pretty much, well, forever, if you ask me. But um, just a general overview of our season so far. Um, obviously, probably shouldn't be in the position we are, but we are. So... I don't know. What do you think of the season so far? Have, have we been good? Have we been bad? I wouldn't say we've been bad. Like, bad, bad, bad. We've been overall like, decent. Basically like Southend. <laughs> wow. I'm just wow. saying. Bro, I'm not being funny, wow. right? Last season, they were at the bottom. got relegated with us. And this season, they're at the bottom. <laughs> like, I'm, wow. I'm sorry, but if you're a Southend fan... I feel for you because you're going to be in National League next season. <laughs> but anyway, carry on. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We haven't been as bad as I thought we would be. We have had decent runs of form. So I am sticking with him because I think he will do what he says to do this second half of the season. As long as we can hit by, say, April like top 10 by April, I think he's done a good job. I think he has done a good job. I think he's already done a good job, to be honest. Um, I know there'll be obviously ever outers that are going to disagree with that, but yeah, I mean, they're going to disagree certain with someone. pretty much everything. So, um, yeah, certain someone. <laughs> let's not start beef. <laughs> Calm down. But um, no, I mean, I don't know. Like, obviously, I can understand. I'm not saying I, I, I agree, but I can understand why people would say ever out. You know, considering when he came in with all the ambition in the world and was like, oh, yeah, we're going to push for promotion straight away, which he's not wrong. We are doing it, just maybe not in the position we would like to be in. Um, yeah, I mean, that is actually, again, another topic um, to discuss potentially. But, um, yeah, we'll go on to that in a minute. Um about like his ambition and stuff, obviously he did receive criticism, still does, just because of where Bolton are currently. Uh, and I'll admit, we all backed his ambition straight away. We probably shouldn't have done. We jumped in too quick. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, he came in, said, oh, yeah, we're going to play attacking football, this, that, and the other. We all got behind it probably a bit too soon because then we started to, you know, come down the table. Then we went back up for a bit and then came back down again. So, I don't know. I do think he's doing a good job, definitely. Uh, I do think he's definitely doing what he set out to do. You know, he has brought in an attacking style of football, which is working well for us. Yes, okay, results may not necessarily show that, but it has been working well because we're dominating possession and we are having more attacks than the opposition. Um, And it's just that we're not clinical, but, you know, it will come. Um, And, yeah, I mean, his tactics, as we've discussed, I think are pretty much spot on. Um, The transfer business he's done has been mental. Uh, Yeah, so, yeah, overall, I think he's done a very good job. Okay, like, you know, the players haven't necessarily showed it on the pitch, but... You know, it does go back to the thing of, okay, at the start of the season, the team needed to gel and people didn't give them enough time, realistically. You know, before the season started, it was like, what, six weeks where they'd all been together? Like, that's that main starting team? Yeah. Six weeks. Now, a lot of people would argue, like, oh, yeah, six weeks, plenty of time, plenty of time. But it's not, especially if you've not met them before. Um, And then to... You know, pre-season games are completely different from league games. I mean, we were battering like Bamba Bridge, like 7-0. Doesn't mean we're going to perform well in the league. And and one Bridge United, 9-0. Exactly. Like, it doesn't mean we were going to do that in the league. I would have liked it to have happened. But, um, yeah, the team just hadn't gelled enough. Um, And obviously, I'm not saying that's why we are where we are. But, I mean, it is a big factor. Um, That and obviously, you know... Injuries didn't help, especially. You know, we, I think we've lost Doyle for a couple of games during the season due to an injury. Obviously, Sars yeah. is out right now. Politic, who I'm still gutted we may not actually get to see him in this team. Because um, obviously, next we may, season. We may, we may do. It's not looking likely, really. But um, I don't know. Uh, plus, as well, it, that actually. Um, I don't know. Because. If he did come back, I don't think he'd play straight away just because of, you know, he's been out for ages. So he probably wouldn't really fit yet. He'd actually need time to settle in again, realistically. But, um, yeah, I mean, next season the team could be completely different. Well, not completely different, but can have changes. You know, with all the loan signings we have, um, most of them will probably be gone. Um, So... Yeah, I mean, I am very good that, we, that we're not going to see politics in this attacking side, but it is what it is, you know. Can't really do anything about it. <clears throat> um, obviously, I hope politics is actually, you know, uh, getting better, nursing the injury, and to come back stronger. Um, I mean, it is actually, again, another topic. Um, do you reckon politics? you know, would have played well in this system or what? Yeah, I, I think he would because he's like a proper attacking player and he likes that style of football anyway, which I've seen in the past. I think he would have gelled well with the likes of Doyle and when we had Kioso, like, if Kioso were behind him, overlapping him, he'd, he'd gel well with Kioso and, say, like, Doyle and, like, Sarks. Uh, yeah, he I, well. I, I agree. 
for sure. Because, um, I mean, he is an attacking player. You know, we saw it last season. He's a very attacking player, and he's a very good attacking player at that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I think he would fit in pretty damn well. Uh, like I said, gutted that he can't, but is what it is. Um, but, yeah, look forward to the game tomorrow. Uh, there is one thing I want to talk about. There is one. There is one player that may want to return back to Bolton. If you say Zach Clough, I swear to God, <laughs> not Clough. Right. Okay. We had him last season. Joe Doddu. He wants to come back. I did actually see that. That was actually a genuine rumor at one point. Um, would you? Would you take him back? That's a tough question, though, because. Obviously, the only thing I've got to judge him off is last season. And last season, he wasn't great, but I think that's mainly down to Keith Hill, if I'm honest, because as men, well, actually, probably a lot of you won't know, but um, I was baffled on why the hell Keith Hill kept playing Doddy at left mid, because he is a striker, and then, you know, Dodu got grief because he wasn't scoring goals, but he was playing left mid. I don't even think he's comfortable playing left mid. At least he wasn't last season anyway. And it actually, to the point where every Saturday when that team news came out, I was like, I swear to God, if Dodu's playing as a winger, we are going to lose. Like, it angered me to the point where I almost stopped keeping up with the booming uh, scores just because I was like, why? Like, why are you playing Dodu out of position? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Um, now, I'm not saying he shouldn't have tried it, you know, like, but I'm saying, like, how he managed to play Dodu at left mid for a whole season and not realise this doesn't work, I do not know. But, yeah, um, because, no. I mean, you know, trying it for a couple of games, I, I could have lived with. But it was the fact that Dodu... A striker was playing at left mid. I bet I think he tried to do uh, what uh, Ole's done with Mason Greenwood at United. No, actually turned him from a striker into a pretty decent winger, which it just didn't happen. Because <laughs> um, let's be honest, Dodu's not the paciest of players. Um, it, it it was just never going to work. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'd like to see uh, more of him whether it be at Bolton or whatever, but I don't know. I, I have to go off last season. So judging by last season, I don't think I'd take him back. Plus, do we actually need a player like Dodu? You know, all the attacking potential we've got, I don't think we need him. Really? Not really. Like, it, it'd just be one of them maybe for more depth, but that'd be it, you know? Um, it wouldn't actually benefit us in any way, I don't think. Um, it's not as if Dodgy would sign for us and then all of a sudden we shoot up the table. So I don't think it's. I don't think he's needed. If I'm honest, I don't think that's, it's a right no time to get him back. Not, I don't think not the yeah. right time for him getting back. I don't think it is, but I mean, listen, if if it happens, it happens. It happens, you know. I wouldn't necessarily complain about it, but I also wouldn't be like, oh, Dodu's back. Yes, come on, let, let's shoot up the table. Um, I mean, there is one player that I 
would immediately want back, but you know, <laughs> I've made it no secret. Um, actually, you know what? Sack it. Let's 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 go for it. Um, let's chat about that then. Um, you know, as many Bolton fans will probably know, because you will keep up with him. Let's be honest. Um, Adam Lafondra. <laughs> he's been. Yeah. He's been. A, he's been a common talking point. Realistically, may have clickbaited a little bit on the YouTube, but still. Um, obviously. I'm not even going to ask the question, would you have him back? Because both answers would be yes. <laughs> yes a million, yeah. a million percent yes. yes. Um, because LaFondre is just a go, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's actually killing it in, in, in Mumbai right now. In, um, yeah, he's top scorer. Over in India, top scorer as always. <laughs> he's basically everywhere he goes. Um, but I mean, yeah. I think that is a genuine possibility, you know, because obviously he's on loan at Mumbai right now. His contract with Sydney ends, I believe, March. at the end of this season. March. Well, March? Jeez. March. So then he's not going to be at Mumbai for too much longer. So I'm just saying, <laughs> if we can get free, Owen Doyle free, for free... Pre-contract signing? Pre-contract signing? Honestly, because I don't know. LaFondra did kind of tease it, didn't he? You know, yeah. he started talking about Bolton a lot more when he hadn't done since he left. And then he even and said that and he apparently had like a he phone was talking call. to some new managers. Plus as well, yeah, he, I don't know. I think it was on Instagram or maybe on Twitter. He like he said it as a joke, but I don't know if there's some truth behind it. Um, he basically said that he had a, a phone call from a number he didn't recognise and it said that he sounded pretty northern and it could have been ever. So, I mean, whether that's true or not, <laughs> who knows? But, um, I mean, I do think it's a genuine possibility, but yeah. it's a matter of whether, whether it happens and whether ever feels as if he needs him, um, which it depends. I think if we're still in League Two, well, we will be, but, you know, if we're still... Know. Well, no, by March, if if his contract, if they don't give him an extension or anything, then you never know. Mumbai might go in for him and buy him permanently. You, you don't know. But um, <clears throat> any club, anyone could go for him. Literally, any any single club in in the world could go for him right now. Um, but I don't know. Watch this. We're talking about this, and watching we've already agreed like an extension with Sydney or something to like another three year. <laughs> or, or probably like right. What other country should I try footballing? Oh, Brazil. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try there for for a sick contract. <laughs> That'd just be our album in luck. That because you know, I don't know. Friday's the only real day we can actually record this podcast, so we do actually yeah. miss quite a bit. <laughs> so, it, like um, with transfers, for example, we spoke about them, and then after we see on Instagram and stuff like stuff that's happened, players that haven't joined Bolton have joined somewhere else. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it is kind of tricky, but obviously I don't mind recording on Friday and missing out. It gives us something either. to talk about on episodes, doesn't it? Builds up stuff as well from the week. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think LaFondra's a potential uh, deal that could happen. Uh, oh, not saying it will, so don't be like, oh, yes, BWFC Fan TV said this. But, you know... Um, we are by no means a reliable source. <laughs> yeah, so I have seen a few people like saying stuff that's like, <laughs> come from here. So maybe not. But 
Um, Maybe what, I, what I've said and people quoting it. <laughs> Go on, share with us, Tyler. Why not? There is, it's not BWFC Vision, there's like some like small account. I did say in the last episode, a transfer. And it kind of got all over Instagram. Wait, wait, who did you say? Bishop. It was Bishop. Yeah, but I mean, Bishop was everywhere anyway, really. And then it just all went quiet, which... Yeah. I don't know. Is Bishop actually gone somewhere now, or is he United? I think he's a week. What club's he at now? Either week one or National League side. Fair enough. Um... I mean, to be honest, would I rather have taken Bishop over Jensen? No idea. Depends. But um, I'm happy with the signings we made. Um, are you happy with signings we've made? Yeah. And I'm, I'm delighted with what we've done. I am as well. I mean, I think this is one of the best transfer windows we've had since the Big Sam was in charge. I'll bet you. I'll bet you. I mean... Not in the sense of, okay, obviously, there's going to be people that are going to be there like, how how can you even compare? But Oh, how can you compare a culture, jock, I have? Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, <laughs> that's not what we're doing. We're just saying this is probably the most, you know, given the league we're in, this is probably the equivalent of that. We're not comparing yeah. them directly. Obviously, that was a completely different era. Um, yeah, pe- people don't say this to heart. Right? We are, we're not comparing them. Like that. Just chill, all right? I can see you typing in the YouTube comments. I'm I'm not going, oh, Campo. Yes, Iskrub, I've compared them. I mean, we're not doing that. Just pointing out, though, we are not doing that. Yeah, it's a completely different league. But, um, I mean, yeah, I do actually stand by that, to be fair. Um, I do think it is probably the most active transfer window. I think that's a better way of wording it. It's more active. the, one of the most active transfer windows we've had. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. Um, unless you've got anything else that you want to chat about? No. No, I've got nothing. Um, so, yeah, thank you all for watching and listening. Um, if you are on YouTube, then obviously hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and turn on notifications. Let us know your score predictions in the comments below. And if you are listening on Spotify, Apple Music, Google, wherever else, um, then if there is a review section, leave us a review or a five-star rating or whatever rating you think we deserve. Um, You know, as long as you tell us why. If I see just a load of one-stars, first of all, why? (laughs) Yeah, why? (laughs) You know, but... um, Are we too negative? I mean, I am. (laughs) But, yeah... So thank you for listening um, and we will see you in the next uh, episode, which will obviously be next Friday. And hopefully we get the three points tomorrow. Um, and on Tuesday. And Tuesday. Didn't know we played Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you're on this podcast because I'd be screwed otherwise. <laughs> but yeah, we will see you in the next episode and hopefully we've gained a few points. So yeah. See you on Friday.